Hey, hi there. Hi, I'm Max. I'm here with Matt from Tucker Snacks. How's it going? I'm very well, thanks, Max. Pleasure to be a part of the show. Yeah, really appreciate being you uh, now. Yeah, well, this is the first snack talk where we're really going to be snacking live. Let's let's show we got so so many snacks <laughs> going on. Um, Excellent. I, I got my uh, so I got Tucker, my uh, I got, I got I got my little uh my little bag here. Uh, oh. So um what, yeah, just uh, tell us what you we, we coordinated this pretty well. Just let the viewers know. So. Yeah, this is the first. So it's a mukbang. We're going to it's be Mary eating This is what the the tamarind tamari almond. So these are so these ones are. You, this is your own home brand. You you make these yourselves. You, this is your own brand. Well, you you know you get these supplied, but these are really cute boxes actually. Yeah, so look, I'll sort of talk you through it. Um, look, really, we we started Tucker a couple of years ago, Max, and we sort of started with the idea of, uh, you know, let's. I was lamenting the quality of the editions in the in the workplace. I was working at Swinburne Uni a couple of years ago, uh, mm -hmm. and there was always just pretty ordinary eating options on campus, right? And look, as somebody who aspired to eat really well and uh, generally eat healthily, uh, there wasn't a lot of available sort of snacking options. You know, one of the girls who was the project managers in the team I was working for always had chocolate yeah. bars and that sort of desk. And I think mm -hmm. if you're in a predominantly, if you're in a very sedentary role and you're eating chocolate bars and chips every single day, I thought, hang on, look, this is going to be problematic at some point. Let's go and create a business where we uh, provide really good quality eating options that are healthy, that people actually enjoy eating. And uh, let's see if we can make a business out of that. And that, that's sort of how Tucker was born. Um, and so what year was that that was started? Uh, it was around September 2018. Oh, mm. great. And um, so, you know, a couple of years in. And I want to know what um, what's one of your favourite snacks that you um, that you like at Tucker? Well, it's, it's a good question, Max. And it really depends, I guess, on the, the sort of frame of mind that I'm in. Sometimes, you know, I want something a little bit sweeter. Sometimes I want something a bit savoury. Uh, look, I do love our mm. own uh, nut products. Really good. The tamari almonds are probably one of my favourite savoury products. I do love chips. I think we've got also some uh, Boulder Canyon chips that we might enjoy in a little bit. And they do an avocado oil cooked chip as well as the, the, yeah. the sea salt, which I'm a big fan of. But um, look, there's a lot of really great uh, Aussie snacks. I, I really love Koja Bars. Uh, Koja is a company that's uh, a Victorian business. I really love their products. They do a delicious uh, like peanut butter caramel uh, bar that's uh, that's really healthy. It's great. It's gluten-free, vegan. That's, that's terrific. It's also one of my favourites. And there's a company uh, that also produce uh, forage foods, the name of the company. They're, I think, a Queensland-based uh, business uh, called the Ridiculously Delicious Bar. If you're wanting something sweet, it's almost like a, <laughs> it's it's like a, a cherry That's a big name. Well, it, it lives up to the name, I'll have to say. I, I don't actually have it with me uh, right now. I might have one in, the, in uh, uh, our little um, warehouse around the corner. But, yeah, it's um, they're, they're a delicious option if I want something sweeter. Um, well, for everyone who's watching this video, um, let us know what your favourite tucker or other snack is in the comments because we'd love to hear what your favourite snacks are. Um, what else should we try? Let, 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 you talked about the boulder chips. Let's um, give them a go. So you, what, what do you like so much about the boulder chips? Yeah, I mean, look, there are a lot of uh, chips. You know, and, and this, is, this is part of the, the, uh, the comments. It's trying to business to create um, snack products for uh, our client. It's like... You know, in a snack universe, in a snack galaxy, there are literally thousands <laughs> upon thousands of different options that you could put in a box, right? And so, I like that the, the snack galaxy. It's like the it's like the Disney, the Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then there's the snack universe. That's that's what we, what we do at Tucker. We're, we're the guardians of the snack galaxy, mate. That's basically who we are. <laughs> new slogan, new slogan, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, look, there are a lot of different products, but we really like the Boulder Candy chips. They've got a really good uh, crunch to them. Um, and wow, they, they, just... are, they are really crunchy, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And they also do a, a, another chip, which is uh, the sea salt that's cooked in avocado oil, which just has better macros. So we um, we stock them because they're a little bit less ubiquitous, like a lot of the other brands, like the probably Smith's. So I think not knocking those brands. We, we try and stock a lot of products that people won't find in their everyday supermarket shop. That's Part of the proposition of what we try and make up for about is giving people products that they mm. yeah, won't see on their everyday Coles or Woolies shop, you know, supermarket shelves. We try and stop products that are a little bit ubiquitous, that are a little bit interesting, that'll, yeah, maybe be something someone hasn't tried before to introduce people to that uh, snack that maybe is going to be a, become a new favourite of theirs. Well, I think, you know, I, 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 I agree with you. I haven't tried Boulder Snacks. I've, I've seen it in my local Coles, the, the Coles, the Coles local, but I've never really... um. Yes, I'm never yeah, giving yeah. it a go. So now I'm now I'm loving it. Um, I, yeah. tell me last. I mean, yeah, so many businesses have been. Um, so many <laughs> businesses are really struggling with COVID. You know, yeah. distributed workforce. Everyone's gone home. It's all split up. So how is your business changing with COVID to suit those customers' needs? Absolutely. Look, it's, COVID really thrown a massive spanner in the works. I guess. Like starting any business is hard, mate. You know, like as you as you you might know yourself, like starting any business from scratch is is hard. Whether the economy is booming or whether you've got to you know, do it in the middle of a pandemic. Obviously, in the middle of a pandemic, mm. it's probably going to be a bit more challenging. Unless, of course, you're you know you you just happen to be selling face masks and that's your business and you just land in a bit of a sweet spot and away you go. Uh, unfortunately, mm. we're not selling face masks. Uh, we were selling. You know, actually, uh, funny. It reminds me of th- you know thank you water or thank you group. Have you heard of them? Yes. Oh, yeah, Daniel. So, yeah. yeah, so they they were selling they were selling um, uh, hand sanitizer just before COVID hit. They well, I think it was about six months ago they started selling hand sanitizer, and now it's really been a benefit for them because they're all yeah. set up and good to go. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think uh, sometimes you have to be in the right place at the right time. I think look, you know, there's a lot of cliches out there, and there's a million podcasts and all that sort of stuff that'll probably yeah. have. Some very impressive hosts, uh, some people like me, they're just sort of battlers trying to figure it out. Uh, that'll give you some sort of advice on how to actually run a business. But, you know, really uh, it comes down to you just got to keep pushing forward. You just got to keep uh, uh, fronting up, I guess. And really you've really got to try and listen to what your customers are telling you and provide them uh, something that they, uh, you know, really you've got to really value their custom. You know, so I think that customer service aspect is something that we're, we're starting to get really right at Tucker, and that's starting to uh, reflect a lot in the reviews that we're getting, which are really positive. Uh, I think you know how do you, we recognize- how do you um how do you how do you um evaluate when people are like you give a box of say 50, 15 or thirty five different snacks? Do you ask sure. your customers to rate which snacks they're liking or not liking, or how do you get the data on what they like and not like? Yes, so we, we do for corporate customers and also subscribers. Uh, obviously. If we send out a box of uh, 100 snacks, let's just say, to a company that's subscribing on a monthly basis, and after a month or two they say, hey, Matt, there's a few things here that aren't getting eaten. Well, there's no point in me continuing to send those snacks to them that aren't getting eaten because eventually they're just like that wastage and then eventually it becomes like a, a proposition where the company is not getting value and so on and so forth. So, look, we obviously, like a lot of companies, we have a CRM and we we really try and build a good relationship with our customers, right? So it's not just a, a set and forget type of thing. It's a, it's a bit of a, a check-in. Uh, not to the point where we're sort of calling them every day. 
they're saying, oh, look, how are your snacks and all the rest? Uh, but you know, once a month or thereabouts, uh, we might check in and say, look, you know, how, how did you find the order? Is there anything that's being sort of left over? Is there anything that's getting eaten really quickly? Would you like more of that in the next order? Uh, would you like less of the things that are uh, uh, not getting eaten? And over a process of, say, two or three or four months, uh, we've got a number of subscribers now that we're actually able to put uh, orders together for that uh, are really finely tuned to, to what their staff really love. Uh, whether that's because they have specific diet requirements that they're wanting us to meet or that's just because they like a particular type of product line that we uh, really cater um, or, or provide yeah. in, in each mix. So that, that's not how we work. It's really about building a really good relationship with the customer and uh, and through that uh, being able to curate boxes um, that they really like. Um, actually, you tapped on something really interesting. Like you said, so some some places they want, uh, they want things that are dairy-free, like I'm dairy-free or some people want healthy foods. Tell us about like dealing with governments and they have some sort of, you said some sort of health requirement they're targeting? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's a really interesting one uh, around um, different companies and, and the sort of importance that they place on the nutritional uh, products that are available for the staff to eat. So uh, like some, some companies, especially small businesses, they don't really care if the food is uh, uh, nutritious or not. You know, like Tucker, what, what we really try and do, like health, health is one of our, I guess, our core sort of value propositions. The products that we distribute are not, you know, typically uh, junk products. Uh, they're healthy uh, products uh, by and large. Um, but, yeah, look, some, some smaller companies, they just want you know, anything, whether there's chips or chocolate, they just want anything. They just want that convenience aspect. But a lot of government departments especially uh, and larger companies, what we're finding, uh, Max, is that they're really looking at the different sort of products that are available uh, in the workplace, whether they're, chocolate bars and chips in a vending machine or whether it's something that's being sold by the cafe in the ground floor of the uh, uh, the building in which the, the, the company operates. And they're really sort of evaluating uh, what what staff can actually access and, and the, the health uh, benefits or otherwise of those products. And we're seeing a lot of government government departments especially, a lot of government departments especially, um, yeah. really go down this route of... Uh, making sure that all the products that are available in a workplace, whether they're in the sort of meeting rooms or in the vending machines, uh, I guess are sort of follow a particular set of guidelines in, in terms of indicating whether they're ultimately healthy or not. And I think we're, we're seeing a lot yeah. of our government uh, and a lot of government affiliated clients now really pushing us to say, hey, Matt, uh, you know, we want to make sure that all of the products that you send us are accredited with, you know, for example, Nutrition Australia's, you know, healthy eating advisory service uh, guidelines. So that, that's, that's something that we're starting to see a little bit more of. And I think that's a great thing, you know, the government departments are trying to become, uh, you know, more accountable for, for uh, the eating options available in, in the workplace. Yeah, I, th I think that's really cool. And like, um, you know, and that you can use that, 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 that those products with, with non, you know, and put that on your website and promote it to non-government saying, hey, if you want a healthy option, you know, click here for that, that healthy option and you've got it all pre-set. Pre um, but that's, yeah, absolutely. That's different customers want, yeah, different customers want different things. Um, and like, um, yeah. what, what's the next snack? What's the next snack that we should give a go? What else? What else? What else? Oh, we've got so many good ones to choose from. Yeah. Uh, yeah? Uh, I quite like the blue dinosaur products. So blue uh, dinosaur. Let me, let me bring that guy. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Blue dinosaur. Yeah. Look, I love blue dinosaur uh, products. They do a range of uh, supervites and bars. Uh, look, a lot of their, their products are, are yeah, plant-based, grain-free, sort of almost following like a, I think it's probably like a, a paleo type of uh, 
diet. Um, oh, because it's got a dinosaur. That's why it's like paleo. I get it. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And look, they're really, they're really well received. A lot of our, our customers love them. Um, it's funny, you know, I think they're, they're run by a family that might be maybe like a South African background. It's funny, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the Australian snack food manufacturers are uh, South African families. Uh, that's oh. a little bit of insight. Yeah, there's a company that uh, also makes. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm, I'm gonna hold my, my, my bar up to the camera. I'll cheers you. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> mm. Oh, yum. Mm. They're, they're powerful. They're very chocolatey. Mm. I really like this. This is mm. like brownie level. Mm. Yeah, because it doesn't. It doesn't look big, but it's really dense and packed with goodness. Like, that's good. Mm. That's a good snack. Really good gear. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. How many how um, many varieties do they have, the Blue Diamond, of these little bars? Blue Dinosaur, the name of the company. Um, sorry, Blue Dinosaur. Yeah. So they have, they have a white chocolate one as well. Mate, they, they do. They do um, I think they have about four different flavors of Superbite and maybe – Three or four, at least, different flavors of protein bar, and then probably about another three or four other bars that are uh, like a apple pie, a choc orange. And there's some really interesting. Uh, they've got like a cookie dough flavored protein bar, which is great. Uh, oh, I think they do wow. salted caramel. Yeah, so they've got some really good stuff going on. They've been around for a little while. They're pretty big in the uh, the health and fitness space. I know that they um, distribute a lot of their products through gyms and everything like that. Obviously, uh, uh, no doubt, like a lot of businesses, probably impacted by. Uh, COVID with a whole uh, a lot of that gym scene sort of uh, closing down, especially in Victoria at least. But um, yeah, they're, they're great products, really excellent, and uh, we love supporting them. We love supporting as many local businesses as we can. Um, mm. Yeah, there's another there's another company that's run by uh, a, a family, uh, the Rifkin family from New South Wales, uh, called Do Good Labs, and we. Yeah, we carry their products as well. Um, we, we like to try and support as I many think I, I, think I, I, I got this one here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, they do a range of uh, granola bars that are great. And look, just to sort of, you know, these, these guys actually, um, to give you a bit of an idea of how up and down business can sometimes be, uh, yeah. these guys actually want a contract to get their bars, their granola bars, as the, as the number one in-flight snack on Virgin. And obviously we know yeah. what happened to Virgin Airways. Uh, so unfortunately, you know, that. Yeah, they, they just um, ended up really, uh, um, I think, trying to look for some um, other uh, avenues to, in, in which to stock their product. And I think they ended up getting some like nationwide distribution through Coles, um, I think. Well, it's Coles. I think it was Coles. But, yeah, good on them because sometimes business is really challenging. You know, like you, I guess that's the risk. If you have one major client uh, and a client goes belly up, like obviously Virgin uh, did, then uh, it can be really big uh, detriment to your business. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I guess the, the, the fact that you can support so many small retailers is good because that means people get variety each month. Like, like you, you cycle different suppliers and you get different – give people new experiences all the time, yeah? Absolutely, mate. Look, it's, it's funny. Um, like business – look, I love business. You know, it, it's bloody tough, especially in the middle of a pandemic. It's bloody tough. But, um, you know, the thing is what I love most about business is – like getting, uh, like say, an email from a customer that says, "Hey, you know, look, we we really enjoyed that." Or, or look, I'm getting 
like the best, the best one is from the office manager. Like just the other week, an office manager uh, called us up from a big, probably one of Australia's biggest marketing companies, and they wanted a you know, couple dozen boxes sent out to their staff remotely all around the country as like a bit of a, a well-being package. And I said to her, "Hey, look, um, yeah. Vicky, her name was. I said, hey, Vicky, hey, Vicky, would you like us to put a little handwritten note in all of the boxes? Because obviously, it's a gap. She said, that's a lovely idea. So we did a little handwritten personalised note for each and every person that we sent the box out to, and then. She, uh, Vicky, you know, I did a bit of a follow-up. I said, hey, Vicky, I want to let you know that it looks like all the boxes have been sent out now because I was keeping an eye on our, our, the courier service, make sure all the boxes have been sent out. And she said, hey, yeah. Matt, look, I'm getting a lot of really beautiful emails from all the people that have received the boxes. Thank you so much. You know, they really love it. And so that's, that's you know, if, that's part of the reason, like, I'm sort of, I'm in business. You know, number one, it's to really mm. get customers that, that, that just love what you do. You know, that, that's the number one thing. And I think if, if, you know, people that are listening to this are looking to start their own business, that have maybe started their own business and are finding it bloody tough at the moment. If they can keep their customers happy uh, uh, and, and do that long enough, eventually you, know, you get to sort of like a critical mass where those customers that are really happy, they'll tell other people and those people start becoming your customers and it almost sort of starts snowballing. It's like that momentum effect mm. you're trying to create. And that's sort of where Tucker's really just started to get, get to. It's taken us probably 18 months. But we've just sort of started uh, in the last few months to get to this point where we're getting a lot of repeat business, we're getting a lot of referrals. And the highest compliment any customer can pay you is obviously repeat business or referrals. Yeah, yeah. Referrals are gold. They, you know, yeah, I, I love getting referrals for my shopping center marketing. It's like, it's just, it, they, they just understand, you know, you know or that your customers are selling for you. If you get your customers so happy, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Um, Absolutely. So, and I think, um, it's really interesting you're saying with you know team, care packages for teams because everyone's distributed around at the moment um, yeah. and like everyone's looking for solutions. I was on a Facebook forum and somebody somebody asked um, this was a couple of months ago. Somebody asked, oh, they wanted a rest. They wanted like a like a catering company who could like deliver to like forty different places on the same day. Yeah. And I was like, why would you do that with food? Like fresh food, that's nuts. Like yeah. snack, you, they need a snack box. Like they need a chocolate box or a snack box. Cause that's like, I don't know why I'm um, um, but I, I didn't say anything because the woman, you know, it's a Facebook forum, but uh, yeah. you know, when distributed workforce, you want think something that can, you know, can stay on the porch for a couple of hours and not degrade. Like you, you, if you're trying to send a, a care package to people. Absolutely, mate. Look, you know, funnily enough that you, you say that, sometimes chocolate uh, on someone's porch up in Queensland you know, in the middle of summer is, on a couple of, couple of hours can be a disaster. Oh, We've sort of learned the hard oh, way yeah. uh, with that. But, oh. um, but, but look, um, well, you, so, you know so what? Like, hotter, it's, it's funny, mate. Look, obviously, we've had to do it a lot. So for hotter temperatures, do you send less chocolate or, like, how do you how – do you, what how do you choose what to get sent at the hotter climate it's a really good question mate it's a really good question and look i know that there are a lot of chocolate companies out there that obviously do you know e-commerce and everything like that and, and maybe they send like refrigerated courier services and all the rest of it and they factor that into their margins but yeah you're right we, we just try and send less chocolate in in, in the hotter, hotter months it's not, not rocket science uh and it's funny like sometimes the, the product uh can be affected by heat sometimes it doesn't necessarily get affected by heat but to try and uh, sort of remove the, the likelihood that the, the product will be affected by heat, we just, we just send a lot less chocolate product uh, generally over the, the really hot months. Uh, look, we sort of investigated the prospect of doing like refrigerated courier and all that type of thing. But, I mean, because of the quality of the products that we send are really high, uh, once we sort of factor in the cost of the box and the cost of the shipping, our margin, we're a very slim margin business, you know. So, like, we, mm. we operate, we're a high volume business. If we don't get a lot of customers buying from us, then it's really tough for us to, to be like a, a viable business. Does that make sense? So the, yeah. the thing is, if we have 
if we have to start factoring things like uh, refrigerated courier services and all that into our, our offering, then um, it's very difficult for us to uh, to make a, a, a buck. Yeah, and, and 90% you know, of The only way that we could do that is by But 90% mm. of your product doesn't need to be refrigerated, so there's no point refrigerating 10% of your box when 90% of it is fine as well. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just not... Uh, you're right. It, it doesn't really um, doesn't really work work out. And look, we've, we've, it's funny. We um, when we first started the business in like 2018, uh, mm. we, we had no bloody idea what we were doing. You know, like like anyone uh, when you first start a business, you sort of think, okay, we've got this idea, put a whole lot of snacks in a box. Let's see if we can make a business out of this. And you know, what did we do? Well, the first thing that we actually did uh, in terms of marketing exercises, we spent you know, like five grand or something like that, and we actually registered to go to the Good Food and Wine Show in Brisbane, and. Um, so we, we sort of got on. It was funny. Like I had a, a friend at the time who sort of started a business with me, and um, yeah, we, we both sort of you know cramped into these economy class seats, you know, with all of these boxes and all the, all the crap that we were trying to take up to Brisbane uh, to, to be an exhibitor. And we got there like you know the same. I think the Friday morning it started. We got we got up at like six a.m. Got on the flight. Got there at like nine a.m. I think the doors opened at like ten or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. you know there was this, this booth. We, we had no idea what we were doing. We had some. It was just our own products at that stage that we were sort of exhibiting. And we, we got, you know, we set up some little samples and uh, all that type of thing. And, uh, yeah, look, it, we just sort of, um, yeah, pressed the flesh. And, uh, you know, it was an exhausting three days. To anyone that's done a trade show or that does trade shows a number of times throughout a year, uh, you know, I take my hat off to you because they're exhausting. They're very tough. But um, it's, it's great it's, sort of pressing, pressing it's, the flesh, speaking directly It's so tough because you have to meet so many people in such a short amount of time. It's like yeah, absolutely. It, it can be a bit draining, but it's like because they, you know, potential oh. suppliers and customers. It's like you have to be on your A game, mate. Absolutely. And uh, funnily enough, like uh, this friend of mine and myself is yeah, probably just on two years ago. We came back to the office uh, from from uh, Brisbane, and we were exhausted, right? And we thought we we just spent like five grand, uh, um, you know, with, with this trade show, giving away all these samples. Like, is this actually going to work? Are we going to get any sales? You know, funnily enough, we we got a couple of sales. We got a couple of sales. Not, not enough. Yeah. To, not enough. Not enough to make anywhere near, you know, five grand back. We thought we're away. You know, when we got that first ding on our Shopify uh, app, we thought oh, we're 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 in business. You know, um, do, do you know the, the funny thing is um, the funny thing is that the two customers, I, I think it was three, it was three customers, but there, there was there's two of them that are still with us now. They're still subscribing, oh. and funnily enough, funnily enough, over the over the over that two years. Yeah. We've made our money back now on the uh, the decent sized customers, and we've made our it's money back. The on the, uh, it's all about the long tail. It's all yeah, about the long tail. Yeah, it's all about the long term strategy. Customer lifetime value. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, okay, what should be our final snack for today? What should we? What should be our final snack? Oh, let's have a look. Uh, well, oh, the mushrooms. Yeah, look oh, like the mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, they look great. Well, the Nothing. mushrooms are great. So tell us about they're, these. They're, ones. They're, tell us about the mushrooms. The, the mushrooms are um, they're a bit of a divider. Some people love them, and some people are just not a big fan. Look, I, I personally am a very big mushroom fan, uh, so yeah. I, I quite like the old, uh, the old shrooms. Um, but uh, yeah, some people are not a really massive fan. Well, it's mm. okay to put in a couple of divisive ones now and then. I think so. A bit different. Very different. Not like oh, wow. salty. Hmm. A bit umami. Oh. I love mushrooms. 
Look, I'm glad that these come with a resealable lid because I I yeah. have like I have like two or three of them, yeah. but I definitely couldn't go through a whole packet in one day. But these are like really intense. They're very flavorful. Oh. It's like um the power of the mushroom has been distilled, you know, like I think once you freeze dry things, everything um yeah, everything sort of uh, like the, the flavor must just intensify. That's what, what happens with the uh, the mushroom. They, I think the same company DNA also do like a, a freeze dried broccoli, and we also do like a we also do a, like a cauliflower. Uh, we've got a lot of really interesting products. I mean, we're doing pomegranate chips. Uh, I, I, it's hard to get those now, but we do almond chips. Uh, we've got a whole lot of really interesting, unique, different things that I think people will see in, in a box or, or see in, in a stand. That we um, that we uh, send out to companies and think, hey, look, that's different from a chocolate bar. I'll, um, yeah, I'll try that. It's a little bit, bit unique, a bit different. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I tried that. I, I would, I would, I would get that again. That's a, that's a good one. But you know what? This, yeah, yeah. that would be, this would be great. Like, yeah, it's a great sharing, sharing one. Um, well, mm. if people want to find out more and on, on order their own Tucker snacks, if you enjoyed watching us eat them, you want to eat them, yeah. eat them for yourself. How do you get them? So look, there's a couple of things that you can do. Uh, you can obviously go to tucker.com.au, t-u-k-r.com.au, uh, which is our website, obviously, and uh, you can just jump on. There's, I think, four different box sizes that uh, you can order. And, and funnily enough, we get um, some orders through the website uh, for people that just want you know, maybe a box for themselves. It's like the smaller orders we typically get through the website. But I would say that probably 80 to 90% of our revenue uh, comes from people that want a large order and they actually send us an email or give us a call and they say, hey, Matt, like, for example, on Monday, we got a call from a very large architectural firm here in Melbourne that wanted 90 boxes uh, sent out to staff. So, uh, yeah, just this morning, actually, before I was speaking to you, I had a, a chat with a lovely lady that wanted about 15 boxes, I think, two of which are going to regional Victoria. So we can do that if people want boxes sent out to regional parts of the country. We ship Australia-wide. I think it's a very common question uh, that I get asked as well is, do you ship Australia-wide? And yeah, as I said before, we've got customers in Brisbane, so we absolutely do. And we've got a, you know, I think one of the um, Australia's biggest lithium miners in southwest Western Australia is a customer of ours as well, um, Talisman Lithium. So we ship everywhere, basically. But yeah, in short, people can jump on our website, tucker.com.au, or they can just drop us an email, hello at tucker.com.au, hello at tucker.com.au. And that's probably the best, the best um, way of doing it because, uh, yeah, if people have a large order, like they're wanting a, like a large sort of wholesale order or they want something custom, uh, generally people will, uh, yeah, drop us an email. I mean, a couple of months ago we had a, a very large order for the University of Sydney. Uh, we did actually quite a bit of work in that education space. There's a number of uh, university accommodation facilities and universities that are customers of ours. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's sort of a bit of a funny niche that we've got into. Um, we've been servicing quite a lot of universities and uh, university accommodation facilities and schools. It's, it's quite a, a large um, space that we've been playing in for about um, six to eight months now. And, uh, yeah, most of those sort of companies will just drop us an email because it's very difficult, obviously. We just, uh, you know, if you're looking for five or $6,000 worth of snaps just to buy that um, straight away on the website. So that's why we uh, certainly encourage people to drop us an email, hello at tucker.com.au. Excellent. Well, um, thanks so much for, for, for sharing some snacks with us today and sharing some of your insight as to, with the Tucker business and your your your, your strategy during uh, COVID. Uh, and um, so thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, no, fantastic. Really appreciate you having me on, Max. I think it's funny, uh, as I said before, um, look, it's been a, a very challenging time uh, for a lot of businesses and I hope people that, are, that have started a business out there 
you know, just I'd, I'd sort of say to them, you know, don't don't lose hope, don't don't give up hope, don't lose sight of what it is that you hope to achieve just because we're going through a pandemic. Obviously, it is very tough, and I appreciate a lot of people are, you know, battling a number of things, you know, whether it's mental health related issues, um, you know, health issues, obviously. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that. But if I can sort of give any advice to people out there, because I'm guessing that there might be a couple of people watching this who, like myself, you know, a couple of years ago, have an aspiration of doing their own thing or launching their own business, I just say to them, look, so long as you're keeping your customers satisfied and happy, eventually, if you stick at it long enough and you're providing really good value and a really good customer experience to the people that are buying from you, they will start telling people and, and that momentum will build and you will be able to build a business out of that. So I'd say to those people, just just hang in there. And, uh, you know, things will get better. There will be, you know, the sun will shine. I agree. Again. I agree. I, you know, this I, th this too shall pass. I'm looking forward yes, to yeah. stay. We're, we're, I mean, we're, we're both in Melbourne. You're in Carnegie. I'm in Tegula. Yes. We're both in stage four yeah. lockdown. And I just can't wait till, uh, till it's all yeah. over um, because I, I just want to get back into business. But um, th thanks again, Matt, for having uh, for being on the show. Um, I'll put a link to Tucker's Ooh. website in the video so you can check out all of the uh, check out the Tucker website and make your order. And uh, we'll see we'll see you all next yeah. time. Bye. Absolutely. And follow us follow us at Tucker Snacks on Instagram or uh, Tucker Snacks on Facebook as well to see more about what we're up to. And see you all soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye.